Welcome to the Key Issues Podcast. I'm your host and leader, Cyclops. And I gotta say, I'm getting real tired of your shit, Wolverine, aka Garrick. What up, y'all? We're back with another week of Dude, the I Key Issues tell you, Podcast. And I'm excited to have my man Cyclops here uh, to, to fill in for crap. Nick, who, who's just the worst. Yeah, he was, uh, he was not efficient at his job, but I'm here. I'm here to save the day, as I always have done in the X-Men, and as I will always do in the future. Where's Gene? Gene! Gene! <laughs> yeah, this is going nowhere fast. This is going very nowhere fast. But Hi, guys. Thank you I'm, for the attempt. I'm Nick. Hosting with me, as always, is Gilmore We Mr. just Garrick. We wanted to try something new. It, it clearly was terrible, and we're sorry we did it, and we'll never do it again. Yeah. Uh, we got a lot of cool topics today. Got a lot of good news, but I think the first thing that we need to do is celebrate because good this, times. This is two weeks in a row of the podcast. Ooh. It's the first time we've done it in months. Let's get a round of applause for ourselves. Yeah, golf clap. Yes. Ooh, good job. I do have the applause button, but I don't have it set up to make sound. So, well, <laughs> I'm sorry. Why did we buy any of this shit if it's uh, not functional? <laughs> well, it is functional. I just haven't turned it on. Man. It's, it's good to be back. Another week. Yeah. We've rearranged. We've added some action figures to the table. Yeah. Uh, I have alcohol that you can't see on it. Yeah. That's what helps me get over the anxiety of talking to people <laughs> live on the internet. Uh, How are you? How was your weekend? How was your week, really, before my, we get into the real topics? I had a really fast week. Really good week, for the most part. Not as work, fast work as this went. week's coming. Oh, that's true. Three-day week this true, week for us. True. Check out the shirt I got on. This is C2E2 2013, my first C2E2. We will be in Chicago for the... Shottown, what? Chicago something... Comics Entertainment Expo. Is that what it is? Yes. Chicago Comic and does Entertainment it, Expo. Does it say? Yeah, it does. It Chicago Com- Com- Okay, you're right. You're right. <laughs> we'll be there for this. Yeah. I've only been there five years in a row now and can't remember what it's called, so... Yeah, I so this year I'm really excited about going for for a massive reason. For those of you guys who have not been following uh, the podcast for a long time or the channel, you might not know. Um, I haven't been back to C2E2 since like 2014. Every year I've had something that's popped up. Last year tickets were paid for, everything was ready to go, and I got mono like mm. three days before I was supposed to go. I ended up in the hospital. It was terrible. Uh, it was ridiculous. But this year I'm going and I'll be there, and it's going to be really fun. I eat a bunch of food talk about a lot of comic book stuff meet a lot of people it's gonna be cool it's gonna be really and cool. if you're at chicago and you see us come say hi shout out say what up yeah we'll, we'll be there if you're in the chicago area or if that's a convention that you frequent i mean we'll be there walking around but we are leaving early on saturday so we can go see shazam two weeks early which Shaz- is going to be awesome we're going to have a ton of content for shazam it's going to be very fun uh it's good to get to see it early for a change uh that way we can prep some videos have some good content for you that's not just a bunch of random bullshit that's like oh shazam ending explained you probably won't need the ending explained to most films if you just watch them so we're going to do a little bit better job than that but. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we got some cool topics this week for you. The coolest topics, some some might say. I would be willing to say that our first topic is one of those topics that it's been a long time coming, but we're really, 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 really happy that it happened. And that is the rehiring of James Gunn. Sir Jameson Gunneth, the True. first. I don't think that's his name. Okay, well. You know what? I'll pull it up on Wikipedia while Just we're double, double check for yeah. me. So we got James Gunn back. For those of you who don't know, there's this would be another great place to use the applause button, but it's not well, functional. I guess this is. Uh... I might be able to get it to work. Go ahead. Okay, you work on the technical <laughs> things. I'll give you a background of James Gunn. So game games John games John games John for the rest of this podcast is what it'll be referred to as. So there was some controversy out in the middle of the world. Yes. For those of you who don't know, James Gunn said some fairly offensive things on Twitter years ago. Some alt-right journalists came out, found those things. They threw them back in his face and ended up getting fired from Disney. Disney was like, we don't want to identify with that. But it sparked a much larger debate uh, amongst people online of what does it look like when people make mistakes? Why do we have to tear everybody's life down if they say some stupid things on the internet? 
Uh, granted, James Gunn's tweets were fairly offensive. They were supposed to be shock comedy, uh, but apparently comedy is not allowed to be comedic anymore. So, uh, well, if you I mean, offend... they weren't that funny, but now, that's and that's that's a great point. Like they were clearly jokes, but they were also really shitty jokes. Like they just weren't good. <laughs> yeah. Like it was shock comedy, but like lowest tier shock comedy that exists. Not good. Anyway, the only one that I thought was kind of funny. Am I? <laughs> let's. I don't know. Skip if, this. I don't know if this is. We built right. eighty-five thousand subs. Let's right. not. Let's not go down. There that was road. one that was kind of funny that I. So thought was kind of funny fast about. forward. This was last July. He got fired. Um, apparently, by the end of last year, he was actually rehired already. There was a pretty big controversy online. People weren't happy. Uh, but about a couple months ago, they did announce that they were going to be using a script. But they didn't give the full background information. And that full background information was that actually they had already hired James Gunn back. And the reason that they didn't give that information out is because of the fact that they thought that James asked them not to, essentially. He didn't want it to ruin his um, negotiations with Warner Brothers in D.C. that was currently going on for him to write and direct Suicide Squad as well. So he's still going to be doing that uh, Suicide Squad reboot, whatever the hell it's called, Suicide Squatter. Mm-hmm. Which is what I imagine that's two called. Two Suicide, Two Squad. Oh, yeah, true, true. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> uh, suicide Squad 2, Cruise Control. But uh, he's going to be doing uh, that film. He's also going to be doing Guardians of the Galaxy 3. So with that being said, we got him back, boys. We did it, so Internet. You, Actually, we feel? didn't do it at all. Tell me what lives in your heart. Do you think that this is the right choice, Mr. Gilmore? I feel great about it personally. There are a ton of people online that are very anti-James Gunn, and to those people that are out there that exist, and I'm sure there are some in our comment uh, section right now watching us live, I'm sorry you don't like him. In my opinion, those were just some terrible jokes and and not indicative of who he is today. Uh, he's gone. He's gone about it the the exactly right way that that you would want him to. He apologized for it. Uh, he's obviously changed his ways, and he he, you know, did the right thing. And them rehiring him, I think, is indicative of the actions that he took, in, or that he took in the wake of all this. That being said, super excited for him to come back because he is the the father essentially of the Guardians of the Galaxy as we know them now. Sure, they were in the comic books um, for decades before he ever got his hands on them for the big screen, but he made them into household names. He's the one that that brought all this uh, that we have now and these great characters that we enjoy as well as the amazing casting. Um, I just want to say that I just now realized that you put Carol Danvers' head on top of Swamp Thing and it's terrifying. <laughs> that's his that's that's his new helmet or his <laughs> new crown. Uh, but anyway, we, we have James to thank for uh, all of that. So super excited to see him back. Obviously, they're going to use his script, which I thought was pretty pretty crappy to do when you fired the guy like if you're not going to let him direct because of what he said then you can't use his script was was my entire thing uh so unless you pay him a boatload of money yeah i guess uh so they brought him back to direct the the script i i am assuming they're still going to use the same script and and he's the guy that should head it up uh, i'm super excited i love the first guardians of the galaxy i think it's a lot better than the second one but the second one does have its moments uh for sure so super excited and I'm really excited that he's still doing Suicide Squad. So, you know, and I think it kind of shows one thing that I really wanted to talk about here is I think that this situation is one of those situations that really kind of it, it paves the way for what I think we need to do as a society. I think that we need to, to, to do a better job of figuring out what the path to redemption looks like when people screw up online. Um, James Gunn said some dumb things and he got fired and Okay, I understand that. Like, mm -hmm. whatever. Like, people make mistakes. People say dumb shit online all the time. I do it every day. I had to delete my entire Twitter history because <laughs> when, when when we started getting big, I was like, I don't want anybody to go back and look through my stuff and figure out that I was a fucking idiot in 2009. Like, of <laughs> course, I'm dumb. Like, half of my tweets were about me drinking and stuff. But, like, <laughs> I just deleted everything in a blanket in a blanket wave. I was like, I don't want to deal with somebody misconstruing something that I said. Like, I've never wrote written anything racist or overtly sexist online but <laughs> overtly but, but like you never know and i think that this is one of those instances where 
people need a path back. Like people need to be able to apologize and say, I, I fucked up in the past and I will, I I'm sorry. And people need to be able to go, okay, we accept your apology. You can come back to, to the fold. And this is what I think actually happened in this case. Like Disney went, I don't think Disney 100% did it for the most noble reasons. I anticipate that a lot of it, um, I guess you kind of read the writing on the wall. Like all of this stuff was actually done before the end of last year. So I think what happened is Disney saw a lot of the writing on the wall for Captain Marvel and the way that the fans were kind of pushing back on that film. And they were like, we got to get James Gunn back. Mm-hmm. We need, we were pegging, we were pegging Captain Marvel as the future of the, the cosmic Marvel universe. And people really fucking hate her. So what are we going <laughs> to do if we don't have James Gunn in this, in the guardians of the galaxy? And I think that that kind of paves some of the way for this, but I think overall his heartfelt apology mixed with his actions, backing up his words, he could have easily stepped out on the stage and been like doubled down and been like, yeah, I said some dumb things, but Disney's stupid for doing this, which mm-hmm. a lot of people do. A lot of people, bite back and he yeah. never did that he just took the high road and was like i did a dumb thing yep. and then now he's back and i'm happy to have him back and i think this is this is again i don't want to go i'm rambling a bit but uh it's I all think, right i think that if you're we if love you're the, your if you're the type of person that's like well no we don't want we don't want james gunn back at all he said he did a bad thing one time and, and now he's never able to to fu- to come back to the fold grow the fuck up like you've never made you a mistake heard of uh brian singer yeah who a lot of people are still supporting. Yeah, you can't you can't claim to dislike James Gunn and then still go see Bohemian Rhapsody because Brian Singer's <laughs> a pedophile. Yeah, so like Nick said, we're super excited to have him back, and he should be back. And of course, of course, Marvel and Disney felt the heat. The entire cast of Guardians of the Galaxy was like, mm, we kind of want the director back. And Dave Bautista was like, I'm just not going to do it, period, unless James is there. And, I mean, Drax is a main character. He's he's one of everybody's favorite characters in, in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, One thing I've uh, a couple people have pointed out in the comment section right now that they're begging, they're begging for us to talk about is the fact that we can't forget about the fact that James Gunn does have something else pretty wicked coming down the pipeline that is not Suicide wicked, Squad. Wicked smart. It's not Suicide Squad. It's not Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and it's Brightburn. Mm-hmm. It's basically evil Superman. Yeah. And that movie looks awesome. Did you we see the second trailer for that? Dude, I saw it, and it was terrifying. Yeah. I can't wait to go watch. Are you going to... Can we hold hands while it's going on? Because it looks scary. We can. And yeah. I would prefer if we did. <laughs> to be honest, I'm I'm dreading it. Because I'm going to be a little spooked. But I, I like scary movies. Obviously, I like superhero movies. So superhero scary movies. Speaking of scary movies, we got Us is coming out this weekend as well. Dude. You want to land on in Baltimore, drive home, and then go see Us on set on Sunday night. I don't not <laughs> want to do that. It's I really, really, really loved... Um, why well, can't Sound it get out. out get out sorry <laughs> I couldn't think of it. but and and I'm really looking forward to this movie as well but uh one of the things about this film obviously people know that which uh, film us mm-hmm. sorry um one of the things about this film stay away from comment sections and articles related to this because a ton of people have already seen it in early screenings and they are spoiling the shit out of it Damn. I saw one minor thing about it and I just blanket just like unfollowed everything i was like i'm not gonna look at anything in there because i don't want to run the risk like i think yeah. those are one of those movies very m night Shyamalan-esque where you, you want to get you want to be around for the twist like, i'm, I'm hearing a ton of good things my man jordan peele might just be bringing back horror in a big way and i'm really excited to see what he does in the future obviously i haven't seen us but i think it's going to be really good from what i've heard should jordan peele write the next blade film should he direct a constantine movie let's Maybe. discuss that i think it or be... a swamp thing Ooh, dang what do you think swamp what, what do you think swamp thing wearing carol's head as a mask you <laughs> <fucking> psychopath <dude. laughs> hold on side before we go into the next topic side note i saw a bunch of people really upset online because uh dc's re Re- Let me rephrase this. DC is revamping mm-hmm. Swamp Thing as a child for a, a novel. Swamp Boy. It's called, yeah, called Swamp Kid. And it's like an, a younger comic book. Or it's like a graphic novel aimed at kids. People were like, oh my God, why would you do this? It's like, 
You're not messing with Swamp Thing and main continuity, yeah, dude. Yeah, just and calm l- down. And let's be honest. I know every Swamp Thing fan on the planet. There's only eight of us. Don't <laughs> We're all okay like with it. <laughs> yeah, all of us are fine. Don't be offended on behalf of us. Speaking of Swamp Thing, how are you... Uh, are you super pumped for the Swamp Thing TV show produced by James Wan? Yeah. Another great How horror can I not film be? director. Like it's, it seems like DC's doing the right thing now. Like they figured it out. They, it took them some bumps in the road, but they're there. Like you, you speak very highly of Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. I'm so lazy. I have a login. <laughs> I have it on my TV. I just I haven't watched it. I don't know yeah. what my problem is. Like I don't t- know what your problem I is. I gotta either. be honest. You like, haven't watched Titans well, either. You, you said Titans was great, but I I never I don't know. I didn't I, get around to it. I'd never said Titans was good. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's not great. Well, what, is I feel like pretty good and great are very close. On it's the scale. Pr- like it's pretty good. This is what's wrong with ranking things. We need a clear delineation of what's good and what's not. Okay. Great. Good is good. Pretty good is okay. No, no. I I don't know. Pretty good is pretty good better than good. It's pretty good. (laughs) Like, it's kind of good is what pretty good means. So I think it's worse than than good. Let us know down in the chat what you think. Is pretty good better or worse than good? I feel like pretty good's worse than good. It sounds worse. Very good would be very good. It was pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Almost good. Or... It was good. If I was a, a viewer, I would turn it off at this point. Yeah, I'd just I would, stop watching wait, Nick and Garrick argue about pretty good versus good for an hour and a half. Uh, anyway, what were we talking about? James Gunn? Yeah, so James Gunn is a guy. A lot of things. <laughs> recap, yada, yada, yada. He's back. So uh, I yeah, think let's talk about that. I want to talk about his Suicide Squad a little bit because it is All coming right. out that it's going to be a reboot. Reboot. A reboot or a soft relaunch, something like that. He's going to have his own team, but Margot Robbie is returning and... Deadshot is also returning confirmed, but your boy Idris Elba is replacing Will Smith as Deadshot confirmed. How do you feel about this? I feel very good about it because Will Smith never felt like Deadshot to me. Same. Idris Elba is can play a very um serious role. I don't think I'm not gonna say like Idris Elba's a better actor than Will Smith he is, but like I don't want uh, to I mean when Will Smith tries, he's very, very No, very you're right. Good. He's he's a he's a very talented actor. But most of the stuff he's in is garbage. It's hard to take. But he has him. very high tier roles. It's hard to take Will Smith as like the uber tough guy, mm-hmm. and I think that's what kind of they. But need the it, for. but here's my only issue with Idris Elba being Deadshot. Like I love him as an actor, but he, he should have played James. Bond. He's Deadshot. He oh. well, he can be James Bond, and that doesn't affect the DC universe. He but he's Idris Elba. Like that's high quality talent that you could have in almost any role, and they're like, meh, Deadshot. Really? Who would you have rather seen him cast as? John Stewart? Hello? Fuck. Okay. (laughs) Am I wrong? Martian Manhunter? Hello? Okay, well, you've convinced me that that's already... Okay, (laughs) so I'm good. Yeah, I I agree with Swamp Thing? Hello? Actually, that would have been a great choice, too. Yeah, he could be so many different characters and, like, to throw him in his Deadshot. Obviously, Deadshot's super important to, like, the Suicide Squad, not since, like, the New 52, Eh. but it's like, Deadshot's like a C-list character yeah but so was like everybody in the suicide squad you know i know so you know, cast you, some c-list actors you, maybe you, you, oh okay yeah like people from the cw <laughs> those are not they're not c-list actors they're like d-list they're, they're like right. e or yeah. g-list oh <laughs> uh, god we're losing subs left and right today, probably. <laughs> i love arrow i was the first guy to sign the steven amell fan club on facebook <laughs> Oh, we didn't even talk hashtag about that. Hashtag elicity. Hashtag Stephen. We're going off. We're going off the fucking rails. We had an agenda. We're off it right now. So Stephen Amell said that they're canceled. Finally, stuff. finally, we're done. They're doing a little ten episodes, like kickoff, send off, whatever the hell. Yep. I I could not care less. I'll probably watch the ten episodes just to like wrap it up. I mean, Arrow was. I did love it. The first three seasons, I watched every single episode. I couldn't wait for yeah. when Wednesdays, and then they changed it to Thursdays. I could not wait for it to come on, and then uh, I, you know, would watch Flash every week. I loved it when they were at their peak, but they're so bad now that it's just like, let it die. I'm so glad that they're just letting it die. DC has much better stuff coming on their own app. Let these crappy CW shows just Dude, die in peace. A hundred percent. Or die screaming. I don't care. Just let them die. It's wild that this show has gone on as long as it has. And I think that one thing that's really cool about that 
is that it built a very uh, the CW shows have built a very positive community with a lot of fans. I don't think that the quality of the shows have been there. I feel for like the past. every big comic book fan had like left. Yeah. All at the same time, and now it's just like the people watching that enjoy the melodrama or romance yeah. part of it. I mean, it's it's aimed or there's some super dedicated people out there that we just don't know about. Shout out to you if you're still watching it and you're a big fan of like the action and the like comic book stuff because man, it's so bad right now. And you could just watch so many better things with the Flash and Green Arrow in it, like Young Justice or the old Justice League cartoons or the DC animated movie universe or you know any number of things. But it's just weird to me because I feel like they're so bad now. Yeah. But We've really gone off the rails. I, <laughs> I don't even remember our next topic, to be honest. Let's uh, just talk about... Well, let's talk about another thing you could watch if you're a big fan of The Flash, and that's Ezra Miller's Flash. This brand new news just dropped the other day, and it was a bombshell on Twitter. It, it broke everybody's brains, and it was really, really crazy. It came out of left field. The Hollywood Reporter came out and confirmed... Uh, through multiple other sources that Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison have finished a flash, finished a flash script, Try to say it and will be it. submitting it to Warner Brothers for consideration. Now, let me give you a finish little bit. Finish the flash script. Finish the flash script. <laughs> I can't do it. It's it's impossible. So I couldn't even say it once. Uh, but let me give you a little backstory here. So Ezra Miller was cast as the Flash back in like 2013. Uh, and first appeared in Batman v Superman, obviously as a cameo, and then was also in Justice League. The movie has been pushed back like four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times at this point. And uh, the movie just keeps getting pushed back, keeps getting pushed back. And it, it's really because Ezra is, is tied up doing uh, Fantastic Beasts, the new Harry Potter franchise. So um, it looked like Warner Brothers was possibly ready to move on from Ezra Miller and just let his contract expire, which is rumored to be up in may uh so that's in two months wait can and you say that again i missed it i was uh, you were not listening i at looked all. at my phone for two seconds and then i caught the last four <sighs> words and i think that you said ezra miller's co contract is on yes up. so the the flash movie was in peril okay it was kept being pushed back and it looked like warner brothers was possibly trying to move on from ezra miller because it was yeah, rumored that his that. contract was ending in May in oh, two months. Yeah, that would have been great. So that's they had hired uh, John Francis Daly and uh, Jonathan Goldstein, who both worked on Spider-Man Homecoming, to uh, do the script. They've, they've worked on other comedies together as well, so it looked like they were trying to do a very lighthearted thing. Ezra Miller is very, very invested in the character. He wants to remain as the Flash. So it was like a last-ditch effort. He teamed up with Grant Morrison. They wrote a script... And it's supposed to be like a darker, more grounded take of uh, Barry Allen and The Flash. And they're going to be submitting it to Warner Brothers. And they're going to take a look at these two scripts. And if they go with Ezra's, then they go with Ezra's. And if they don't, he's probably going to be out the door and they're going to recast him. That's terrifying because... Isn't that a crazy thing that happened? It, it is a weird thing to happen because I think that a lot of people... I mean, I think the camp was split right down the middle. You either loved Ezra Miller as The Flash and Justice League I love Ezra Miller... I, I did not like him as the Flash, but I, I don't blame him. The writing was terrible for his character. Exactly, nothing like Barry Allen. He's at a all. great actor, but and I think he he might have been just a tad young at the time that he was cast. Anyway, long story short, Grant Miller, Grant Miller, Jesus, <laughs> Grant Christ. Millerson, take two. Take two. Beep. Hey, so Grant <laughs> Morrison is actually. I, I had to. I had to drop some knowledge on somebody in a comment section on Facebook the other day. They were like, hoo, hoo. when this when they first started, people started posting about this news. Someone wrote, "Is DC even trying anymore?" And I was like, "Hello." I was like, uh, "I found the fucking casual." Do you not know who Grant Morrison is? Grant Morrison is by far one of the most acclaimed comic book writers of all time. We could sit here and rattle off the things that he's done, but it would be better served to... All-Star Superman. I could list... End of story. That's one of yeah. the like best comic books ever written in the history of comic books. There's such a tremendous amount of stuff that he's written that's fantastic. And, and granted, I'm not a huge Grant Morrison fan because sometimes uh, he's he, he's just way smarter than I am. And I read comic, <laughs> I read his comics and I'm like, damn it, I'm so dumb. But I think that a lot of his books are very, very deep. They require uh, an, a, a uh, immense, very amount, high IQ, a, just... a, a, immense amount of comic book knowledge in order to um, 
to grasp a lot of the things that are going on. And one of the great things about him and Jeff Johns is they have this ability to go back and grab the most obscure reference material mm-hmm. and make characters and scenarios from the past relevant again. They they just take characters that you haven't thought about. Like DC has this pantheon of incredible characters and they're consistently taking new people. They're making new, they all, they're always making new characters, inventing new things. Like every character in doom patrol that you see on the screen is basically because of Grant Morrison. Mm-hmm. He rewrote all of those characters. Yep. Um, the entire new X-Men, pretty much everything that the X-Men's done for the last 15 years, all because of Grant Morrison. He's created so many awesome characters. It's just insane to think that somebody would um, would think that Grant Morrison isn't capable of writing a movie script. He's probably far more capable of, cre- of writing a movie script than somebody like, I don't know, Zack Snyder. But... Um, <laughs> Just went went straight for the jugular on that. I don't want to go. I don't want to get too offensive. There's, there could be some Zack Snyder stands in the comment section. Yeah, they're, they're gonna get attacked. Definitely could be. Uh, but yeah, man, I I really hope that they go with Ezra Miller and Grant Morrison's script because while I liked Spider Man Homecoming, I felt like it was a little bit shallow and not as emotional as it could have been. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see something a little bit different. Because I don't want the DCEU to just become the MCU. Yeah. And it was very interesting the way that they were going and trying to be different. I just think they went about it in the wrong way. And they're kind of course correcting that now. Yeah. But I'd still like them to remain different and rena- remain something uh, as an alternative to the MCU and not just, uh, here's the Flash written by the Spider-Man Homecoming guys. Yeah. Flash Homecoming. So I... I really like Ezra as an actor. I think he can do great in the role. He loves the character enough to call Grant Morrison on the phone and say, let's write a script and and get me in this role. So Hold on. I just started I just started thinking. I had a visual. Ezra Miller sitting down with Grant Morrison is like the most perfect stranger type scenario. <laughs> like them opening dual doors and them smacking and looking at each other like, Grant, Ezra, <laughs> like those two people have nothing in common. <laughs> Grant Morrison is this this weird eclectic writer, and Ezra Miller, well, I guess Ezra is a Mi- weird eclectic actor. <laughs> yeah, you're, I guess I guess now that I think about it, Ezra Miller is uh is like a classically trained thespian. Like, yes. so I guess uh, I guess I'm dumb and wrong. You but, are dumb, yeah. and but it just wrong. seems weird to have those two sitting down next to each other, like perfect strangers. Yeah, weird. I, I really hope they go with that. So. I- Hats off to you, Ezra, for giving it a shot, man. I I believe in you, dude. I believe in you. I believe in you, Garrick. I've Garrick always, actually put together a, a draft of, a, of in me. Garrick put together a draft of his Flash script, and um, they have they actually rejected it. They said, "Sir, this is three pages, and the first two pages are you just writing Flash rules over and over <laughs> and over again." And <laughs> while it's true that he does. Please stop sending us. <laughs> I figured we could just ad lib it while we were on the set. I mean, the greatest work comes from that. Yeah. And and uh, did you hear all the stuff coming uh, from the Joker movie camp? No, I have not. A lot of the actors they were in a um, what's her what's the name of the 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 actress that played Domino Zazie Zazie Beats Beats or, yeah. yeah so Beats she by Zazie yeah she was in an interview and she said. Yeah, we were filming uh, scenes, and then, like, the day after that, we would sit in the trailer, all of us together, the director and the writers, and we would just, like, rewrite the scenes and then learn our lines real quick and go do them. Hmm. And I was like, That's, that seems a little questionable, but I'm still hyped. So that well, was my full idea for the Flash film. <laughs> it, it might be that they... they watched it back and we're like this doesn't seem like it's in character mm-hmm. um who's directing the the joker movie again uh let me get that for you jamie pull that up <laughs> stop please <laughs> and it's entirely possible the character todd phillips todd phillips can't yeah. believe i didn't remember so, that i'm the worst but yeah i mean todd phillips is a talented guy he knows what he's doing yeah he has a ton he has a excellent track listing so anywho uh i'm excited for that movie i don't know what it's gonna be like? Do you think Batman's gonna show up in it at all? I don't think so. I, I don't think not he even is. like a cameo, like last second, like I mean, maybe like a cameo, maybe a reference or something. But I feel like it's who going plays to Batman. I, I don't think. 
I don't think it's going to be Batman. Like, Bruce Wayne could show up, but Thomas Wayne is confirmed alive. So, unless Thomas Wayne is Batman, then this is obviously a prequel to Batman. Well, it has to be a prequel to everything because Thomas Wayne dies when he's just a boy. I'm talking about uh, uh, Flashpoint Batman. Hello, Thomas Wayne Batman. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Please tell Nick to pick up a comic for You're not going to tell me that Carol Danvers fell over on the the music board over here? I wasn't going to tell you that. Disrespectful. uh, So unless Thomas Wayne is Batman, then obviously it's going to be a prequel. But speaking... Of Batman. We have another Batman movie in the works, The Batman. And there was a little little bit of a possible leak of the bat symbol here. Have you seen this? I have. Ladies and gentlemen, there it is up you, on the screen right now. You sent it to me. I did send it to and you. I, and I wrote back, ew, and you didn't respond to me. And I just ignored it entirely. For hours. You didn't respond to me for hours and hours. So this is, this is the, uh, the leak that, that came out today, the possible leak. Obviously, we don't know if this is true. Nobody has confirmed it, and nobody has denied it. So right now, it's just one of those things where sources say this could be the bat symbol. It just looks like it's not real. Like, I mean, I yeah. get it. Because, like, that... that um, font is almost identical to the Bruce Tim font yep. for Batman mm-hmm. the animated series. It looks like they just modified a, a Batman logo and and threw the Bruce Tim shit in there in a hastily put together Photoshop image and now we have to live with it. <laughs> and now it's a thing that exists. I'm not sure if that's real, but if that is real, uh, pass, hard pass. Yeah, it's really really ugly. So it's just the ears are like short and fat and the wings are like really fat and everything's just fat and i don't like the fat bat symbol i like a nice sleek bat symbol think of like the arkham bat symbol or the new 52 bat symbol that's like the perfect you're saying, one you're saying you don't like thick batman i don't like the h i don't like the frank miller fat bat it's just like a rectangle with like two baby little triangles at the top. And I don't like that. And that's what they chose for the DCEU. So I really hope they don't do another fat bat I'm, symbol. I'm thick, man. I'm <laughs> thick, fat man. It's really hard if you're, if a big part of your thing as Batman is being like cool. stealth and <laughs> infiltrating places, if you're just real thick, it's hard to get around. Yeah. So. Remember the bat symbol in Batman v Superman, like the yeah. the big light, obviously the the classic bat symbol. There, there, Nick goes yawning Sorry. again, like he does every single podcast. <laughs> I have a child who keeps me awake. At uh-huh. times. All right, sure. Um, but the the thing is like so big and has no like definition or form. It was like if you shot that into the sky, it would look like a big blob. It would look like nothing. How is Batman supposed to know that's his symbol? It's just like, <laughs> what is that big rectangle in the sky? But I always feel like the reason that Batman knew that the bat symbol would work is because who the hell uses searchlights anymore? So he'd be like, oh, okay, well, there's no practical use Hollywood for Hollywood premieres, I don't know, there's... Metropolis uses them. Yeah, in like the 70s, I'm sure that people use spotlights all the time, big searchlights. But in 2019... The only time I've ever seen one go off is when a car dealership is having a massive sale and they're trying to pull people in from the highway. Can Batman even see Gotham from his from Wayne Manor and BVS? I know it has like a giant lake behind it, but I don't I don't know that we ever got any scene that it was there. But he probably has a camera fixed on the night sky just in case. How does how does Jim get in touch with him if something goes down during the middle of the day? That's probably why Superman and Zod got away with destroying half of Metropolis because the, the symbol went up yeah. and he couldn't see it because it was daylight. Idiot. And he was sleeping. What a moron. Yeah, you saw him wake up in Batman vs. Superman. He had some babe next to him and he was like, oh god, I drank way too much last night. And his employees are so stupid. They see the apocalypse outside and they're like, we better wait for Bruce to give us the go-ahead. And he's, you know, sprinting into the cloud and he's like, guys, I, it's time to go. And they're like, alright, everybody evacuate. And then everybody dies. <laughs> and then Batman gets mad at Superman. He's like, bro, I would have been out. Da- I would have been out minute one. Like yeah. the second I saw two people crashing am, around, I'd have been I don't like, care about my job that much. <laughs> I'd, have been like, I'd have been like, guys, it's great. Um, 
but I have a lot of vacation time and I'm cashing <laughs> it in right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take a half day. I'm going to take a half or I'm going to take a half day. Uh, you guys clean this up. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck and God bless. I'm out. Yeah. I, I don't know what the deal is with the Batman. Have you heard anything about like, who's going to be the villain or who's going to be any of the plot elements? I don't know anything about it. There have been some cool little rumors going around. A lot of uh, people have reported on this, so I would say that these are probably likely. I'm going to throw a first guest out. Can I throw a first guest? Sure. How about how about Kite Man? All right, you're done. Uh, well, uh, so <laughs> Cut off immediately. Matt Reeves is apparently putting finishing touches on the script um, and should be submitted soon. It's going to take place in the late 90s where Batman is pretty fresh but not brand new. So it's not going to be an origin story, but it is going to be a kind of new Batman. I would say like year three or four, something like that. Um, Matt Reeves is hoping for it to be the most comic book accurate Batman film of all time. So that's really exciting because there are so many cool things in the Batman mythos that we've never gotten to see on the big screen, like the Bat family for one, um, which is a huge part of, of Batman's mythos. We've seen one, uh, or sorry, we've seen two Robin, and uh, both of them sucked ass, so I'd really like to see uh, a Robin introduced. I'd also like to see... That's oh, actually age-appropriate Robin. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like not not young, one that's like 30. <laughs> like a young teenager that's Robin or something in that ballpark. You know, it would um, be great Aiden Gallagher who played number five on Umbrella Academy. He really would. Just, But he could play any role, and I'm down. That kid is He awesome. could just be Batman. He himself. should be recast as if Henry Cavill's out. I want him as Superman. <laughs> you want him as Superman. Superboy Prime. Get him. Yeah. Um, so... A lot of stuff in the Bat Batman mythos that you can bring in. And, and Matt Reeves says it's going to be the most comic book accurate portrayal of all time. So, I mean, there's not like he has a lot to live up to. I don't think any Batman movie has been particularly comic book accurate. Do you? Um, none of the... none of. I think that the closest that we've gotten in terms of actual... Well, I... Like I, I Adam that, West I, Batman might actually on, be the most on, accurate. <laughs> I, I think that I think that a lot of them have elements of accuracy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like the, I mean, that's like true. the Tim Burton films have elements of accuracy. The, the suits are obviously very different than what I would expect. It was uh, an interesting thing, and it, it messed with a lot of his canon and Joker's canon and different characters. A lot of that stuff hasn't wasn't really accurate, but I think in tone it kind of landed what what I think Batman was going for. The Joel Schumacher films are terrible. We're going to skate right past those. We're going to go directly to... <laughs> Did you say skate because they ice skate in there to, to you know, defeat Mr. Freeze? Freeze in hell, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other... The, the Christopher Nolan trilogy was fun, but let's be honest. It wasn't a really accurate Batman story. It, mm -hmm. Again, it played with a lot of elements of Batman's canon. Um, but it was just, they were just really well, it, I, I consider it to be a really good Elseworlds story, like a yep. very good Batman inspired story, but it was mm -hmm. far more grounded than what I would have expected. And I think that Ben Affleck's version of Batman could have been very, very, very accurate if he would have stuck around and maybe mm -hmm. they didn't start out his character in the way that they did, where he was like a retired hero that was an urban legend yep. who kind of came back in the fold to fight god um and then <laughs> he ended up fighting a bunch of parademons after god dies um it was just really weird like the whole route that they went there i think hindsight's 2020 they know that that was a stupid decision but whatever matt reeves decides to do i think as long if he's saying it's the most comic book accurate version then i would anticipate that he's fluent in comics and he knows what he's talking about i hope that he does because um, I really want to see a, a, just a hyper-accurate portrayal of, of Batman on the big screen. Yeah, so a, a little bit more detail that had come out from this whole thing. Uh, like I said, it's supposed to be a 1990s, late 90s story. Obviously, we have the quote from uh, Batman in Batman v Superman, 20 years in Gotham, you know, how many good guys are left, that quote. So we know that he's been active in Gotham for a very long time. Mm -hmm. uh, so if this takes place in the late 90s, that puts us, you know, right on cue to get straight into 2015. If it takes place in the late, wait, you said the late 90s? Yeah. Okay, if it takes place in the late 90s and Bruce Wayne isn't shown wearing a pair of like sick Jinko jeans, maybe like a, Hopefully. Link, like a Lincoln Park 
sweatshirt. <laughs> I'm going to be real pissed. Yeah, because we're going to need... Hopefully, he shows up um, with a nine-inch nail shirt, a little flannel around the waist, and steals someone's motorcycle. True I'd that. love for that to happen. I hope somebody goes, hey, why don't you smile for me, Bruce? <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome. Garrick and I... Show me a little smile there, Brucey. Ever since we did our Captain Marvel review, all we've been doing is talking shit on the Captain Marvel uh, film. And poor I think Captain if, Marvel. If we went back and did it again, we'd give it a much lower score. But that's the that's the downfall of... Bruce Wayne gets thrown from an airplane and falls through a blockbuster and then asks somebody a question and then they point him to, to a radio shack. Oh, I can make a bat signal out of a radio shack transmittance and an old RCA remote. <laughs> I use the same voice for every character. Just Have a, you nice, ever that? a nice old Long Island day. Hey, how you doing? My name's Bruce Wayne. I'm from Jersey. And 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 uh, I mean, we we know that Metropolis and and uh, and Gotham are sister cities in Jersey, pretty much taking the place of Jersey City in New York. New York. So Gotham City is actually in New Jersey. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Garrick and I stayed in Jersey City for New York Comic Con this year, and we did not stop talking in that voice the entire time. Hey, let me get a slice of pizza. Oh, we're going to go over to Toto Ramen, get ourselves some ramen. You better have it for us. (laughs) We've recapped our our horrible Toto Ramen story before. Go back and watch that podcast. Yeah, on some sort of podcast episode. I I don't have anything else of value to add to this. Don't really remember. To add to this Batman conversation. I do, because I'm the one, you know, that keeps things chugging along. Villains. Everybody in the comment section is yelling at us. Villains, villains, villains. Why? Well, well, apparently, it's supposed to be the Penguin. How do you feel about a little Penguin action? And Matt Reeves recently followed uh, Jonah Hill on Twitter, so everybody's like, Jonah Hill penguin action. Josh Gad has just been working it on Twitter, bro. Really wants to be penguin. He keeps posting gifts and like quotes and all this stuff. And it's like, Josh, we love you, bro. You're yeah. doing great as Olaf and yeah. Frozen. Can't wait to see Stay Frozen too. Stay in your lane. Really would rather see Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill is sharp. I think he'd do a great job. He's amazing, bro. He can do anything. I love Jonah. You know what? It, I got a simple quote for Jonah Hill if, as the Penguin. I'm ready? But here's what it is. It has nothing to do. It's a Seinfeld quote, so I know you're going to enjoy it. Jonah, here's to feeling good all the time. I would press the applause button, but again, it doesn't work. God so I'm sorry, it. ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, uh, Penguin, Penguin's a great choice. I, I think that... I think that you have some very large shoes to step in with Danny DeVito's Penguin being incredible. I'm a trash man. That's from that movie, right? Yeah, <laughs> I live from, in trash. It's, it's always sunny in Gotham. In Gotham, Delphia. I could quote nearly every line that he has, Danny DeVito has, as either the Penguin from... from uh, mm-hmm. um, Penguin. God. Batman Returns. Why can't, why can't I think of the director... Tim Tim Burton Burton thank you <laughs> I don't I, I didn't know like, what you were wanting I was you like, were like Bruce Tim from Bruce from Reynolds. from from I can't I can't Batman Returns it. directed yeah, so by can, Tim Burton I can do the overwhelming majority of his Give um, me a line let's let's hear your Danny DeVito penguin impression Things could be worse my nose could be gushing blood <laughs> what I did not He bites his nose Bro I'm hyper accurate, dude. I'm really sorry to all of the people <laughs> that are listening right now and uh, have headphones on because Nick just ate his microphone and like screeched in it. So nah, I didn't. I'm, I really apologize. I'll never let it happen again. <laughs> uh, but Penguin. Dude, this Penguin. podcast is for us to talk to each other and get all our own meta references between You're our friendship. You're right. You're right. So uh, Penguin, obviously, is, is one of those things that's super out there. And then uh, also we've been hearing a lot of Riddler and a lot of Catwoman. Apparently it's supposed to be an ensemble, but Penguin is going to be at the head of the ensemble. If you have a dream, I mean, I think those are good choices, but if you had a dream villain that hasn't shown up in any of these films yet, who would you pick? Ooh, Riddler? I mean, if no, you don't... No, I said a villain that hasn't shown up in any Batman film yet. I mean, Riddler... Uh, hasn't really yes he has he was in batman i mean he was in forever. two movies Stop. but can Just we have pick one that isn't riddler god damn it 
Hush. Hush? Mm-hmm. That's your choice. Well, well, my entire pitch was Matt Damon could be Hush, oh, and Ben okay. Affleck would be Batman, but that's kind of dead and in the water. So, I mean, all of my favorite Batman villains are already have already been in movies. So it's like I... I pick Riddler because he hasn't been done right. Or I could pick Mr. Freeze because he also hasn't been done right. But I yeah. I, th- I think Penguin would be great, uh, but I, I'm really excited to see Riddler. So I'm going to be a total Scott Snyder show. Can I do that? I'm going to pick the Court of Owls and Talon. I okay. want to go Scott with Scott Snyder? Yeah. You said Zack Snyder. I think I said Scott. <laughs> we'll play it back on the tape. <laughs> okay. Hold on. I pl- I listened back. No, I said Scott. I you've said Scott you've Scott. said the wrong name at least seventy times. Dude, I already. can't be trusted. I've been, <laughs> I've been drinking this whole podcast. What do you want from me, dude? Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, no, I think it'd be fun to do like a shadowy backorder, you know, quarter of owls that Batman's never known about, despite the fact that he knows everything about Gotham. How about also... Hugo Strange? Mm, I don't care. You don't care for him? Not really. All right. Yeah. Fine. That's, that's all I gotta say. I mean, I would I would love to see the quarter vows. I think that would be cool. Would you, you know, with there's a lot of '90s nostalgia for stuff recently, and I think it's. Because... I keep thinking of Batman villains, and then I'm like, oh, they were in a movie. They well, were in a movie. Yeah, you don't have movie. a lot, you know, especially of the A of the A squad. You know, you got like Man Bat. So we got Bane. Like Ross Al Ghul has already been in one. Two Face has already been. Catwoman. Well, hold on. Poison Ivy. Joker. I got I got an idea. How about Anarchy? No, I was thinking very cl- very close. What about uh, Azrael? Nah. Like he ended up Nightfall. You could do Clayface, something like that. Clayface, how about that? Clayface would be cool. I forgot about Clayface completely, which is weird because I love How Clayface. about Calendar Man? How about... Calendar Man would be dope. Or Professor Pig. How about him? Cal- I would rather Little have Calendar Man s- over Or Mad Hatter, Man. bro. Mm, I'd rather have Calendar Man over both of those. Like a but little, you could lo- do a long Halloween do, action. Yeah, bit? you could do a, you could do a little, a little long Halloween action. You bro? could definitely do a thriller, like serial killer, murder mystery with any one of those three. True, and Professor think, Pig and Calendar Man specifically because they're both just they're just serial killers. I think that's what they need is they need like that grounded Batman story where he's not fighting crazy a, quilt, the crazy quilt, <laughs> Solomon Grundy. There have been so many that have just already been used. Red Hood would be cool, obviously, but it's like you have a lot of you have a lot of setup to get to to do that. Um, but like all the A listers have pretty much been used, so we gotta we gotta get we gotta get down into the B list peg if we want to use people that haven't been used. And those people I would consider like Hugo Strange. He's probably around the B list range, yeah. uh, you know. Guys like that. Hush, obviously, he's like B, C list uh, villain, but I, I like him a lot. Um, obviously, Calendar Man's way down there, but Calendar yeah. Man's cool. Professor Pig's cool. I would love to see any of them. Kite Man is still the clear choice, uh, <laughs> but, you know, whatever. I mean, if you don't, don't want to pick him, then that's fine. Yeah. I mean, whatever. You know, I know he hasn't been done. I guess he hasn't been done right. I'd like to see Scarecrow. Do a better. What are you talking about? Scarecrow was freaking awesome in Batman Begins. Are we going to argue right now? We should maybe. Okay. What was wrong? With, well, hold on, what hold was on. wrong with Scarecrow? Well, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you count? Do you consider Deathstroke a Batman villain? No, he's a Teen Titans villain. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I mean, his first appearance was in Teen Titans number two. Uh, he's been classically a Teen Titans villain. Uh, he's been in a ton of different arcs for them. Obviously, the greatest Deathstroke story uh, is a Teen Titans story as well. So he's def- in my mind, he's a Teen Titans villain. I I would rather see a bunch of other characters show up before Deathstroke if we're doing Batman uh, solo movie. Hmm. How about Condiment King? Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be amazing. If Bat, if it's if it's if it's why not... couldn't Joel Schumacher use all these freaking stupid like Kite Man, Condiment King, the Condiment Kite, a team yeah. up, team up, team of doom. Yeah, I mean. So our last thing we got here for today is I, I would before we move on, I would really like oh, I you. Thought we were gonna, I thought I, we were gonna move on. No, before we do, I would really like you to apologize to Mister Killian and uh, Mister Nolan for what they did with Scarecrow and Batman Begins because he was freaking awesome. Okay, I'm sorry. You want to see my mask? 
bro, like that seems that seems crazy good. You seem a little high strung. <laughs> bro. He was so good. Garrett can find I'm so up I'm so upset right now. Garrett can now. find a way to to just work a random Nolan quote into conversation anywhere. I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a line and I guarantee you Garrett can find a way to quote Christopher Nolan. Uh, I'm gonna just give you a random topic. <laughs> You're to really putting me on the spot here, but yeah. I'm gonna try my best. Uh, let's uh, let's think about like, hey, Garrick, what do you uh, what do you want to do for for dinner tonight? Uh, Failed. I could, I thought of a scene immediately, but they didn't mention food specifically. I went straight to you want to embarrass me in front of my friends, Lieutenant. <laughs> <laughs> the scene where all the mobsters are are eating steak. Uh, you yeah. know. Cut him in parts for his pooches. <laughs> yeah, feed him to his pooches. That's a good one. Too. So the last thing we're going to discuss. I, I've really failed there, and I'm sorry. You failed. So the last thing that we're going to discuss today is because of St. Patrick's Day this weekend, uh, I wanted to discuss some of the best Irish superheroes and villains of all time. This and is going to be hard for me because I don't really know a lot of Irish people. Good thing you put a, a list in here. Yeah, I, I put a list in so that you could pretend that you do, but now that you've said it, it's going to seem like you don't know anything about comics. So let's the, just go back a couple minutes to where you didn't claim that you okay. don't know anything about Irish comic book characters. And I, I mean, I know a lot of characters, but I, I couldn't claim to know whether or not they're from Ireland or their family originated yeah, from there. It's just Irish comic book characters. So let's let's come up with some great Can we get an characters. accent from you, please? Wait, isn't Zong from Ireland? Zong is from Ireland, one of our mods right now. Thank you, Zong. Shout out to you. This is a, uh, this is you know what this this whole segment's dedicated to Zong. There you go, guys. Dedicated to Zong. So let me hear your best. Uh, Irish so first, impression. I want to start with a dishonorable mention. Can I do that? Normally, you have honorable mentions. This is a dishonorable mention. I want to discuss Shamrock. Do you know who Shamrock is? Shamrock. I know Shamrock Shake. Shamrock is a female character. Okay. Uh, she's the worst. Uh -huh. uh, she's a stupid character. She's cliche, and and I I dare say borderline racist. So, <laughs> oh, so righty uh, then. A, lo a lot of people were probably thinking Shamrock was going to make their way onto this list in uh, best characters. No, you're dishonorably discharged, Shamrock. You're a racist. All right. Okay. Next character. <laughs> uh, we went there. Next character. Captain America. Mm -hmm. So I have seen this before. I, I was aware of this one. So Captain America is descended uh, from immigrants uh, who first came to the United States. Captain America's family is part Irish. Imagine Captain Ireland. Now, you'd never know that, that because Captain America's blonde hair, blue eyes. And Imagine people... Civil War, but Irish. <laughs> <laughs> what? <I don't... laughs> Where are you going with this? I'm just saying. I don't, I don't know. I was gonna never mind. Was it like Captain America throwing like Captain Irish shamrocks? Okay. <laughs> Instead of like a shield, yeah, he's this gotta... is gonna get playfully racist. Don't worry, <laughs> you don't, you're not gonna get in trouble. We'll get in trouble online. I don't. Whatever. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So Captain America, uh, obviously Irish. This is a whole whole thing is an honorable. I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go ahead, and I'm just gonna insert. Imagine Banshee, but. But Irish the entire time, like he shoots, so, he, sh so he shoots out is, shamrocks. <laughs> so Banshee is the next character on the list. Uh, Banshee is Irish. Uh, he was voiced by a horribly, uh, horribly Irish stereotypical accent in the animated show. For any of you guys who ever, what watched if his it. power was like instead of like screaming, he just like yelled out Irish stereotypical like phrases. We're we dedicated this to Zong. And this is the route that you're going. <laughs> I'm just saying he's going to he's going <laughs> to resign immediately because of this. I'm just throwing out what first comes to mind, man. I, uh, this is your segment. Banshee's cool. He's a one of he's an X-Men character, very popular. Uh he is 100% Irish. Uh always been Irish as a character. So, it's pretty cool. Yeah. What? I was just I was just thinking like he has Black Bolt's powers, but it only triggers when he says something like very stereotypically Irish. <laughs> You're I was just worst. laughing to myself. I thought that was the funniest I'm going to turn your mic off, and I'll take the rest <laughs> of this over, okay? <laughs> so next character that's Irish that we wanted to, to highlight for this podcast, Black Tom Cassidy. Do you remember him? Imagine Black Tom Cassidy, but he wears all green and like a leprechaun hat. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
He does have a shillelagh. Yeah. Black Tom Cassidy uses a shillelagh. That's, a shillelagh. I don't know if that's stereotypically Irish, but it is of Irish descent. It sounds like it. Did you Just know that, that word, shillelagh. Did you know that Black Tom Cassidy was in Deadpool 2? Yes, I Deadpool did. Deadpool 2. Do you remember that? I remember when you made that video um, and then completely like pissed off everyone on the internet. Mm. The, oh like, yeah, Deadpool yeah. villain revealed, no, and then no, you, no. we we just put Juggernaut so, on the. So here's the, the thing: thumbnail. I didn't piss anybody off. Garrick made a highly, highly Spoiler. spoilerific thumbnail, but it was it worth me. it because it got a lot of views. It did get a shitload of views. So you know what? If you're here because of that video, thanks. I don't think Zong's here. He hasn't yelled at us yet in the chat, but he was here earlier. He's really missing out. He's already resigned. Imagine Zong, but he wears an Irish outfit everywhere he goes and eats <laughs> potatoes. I have no idea what Zong looks like. Uh, so, I do. I've seen him on Twitter. So next uh, next character that's Irish, a lot of people love this character, fan favorite, Kyle Rayner. That makes sense because he shoots green. Yeah. Green Emerald Emerald Dawn. Yes, you're right. Emerald Twilight, you know? Did you say Emerald Dong? Emerald Dawn. Oh. He, he, I don't know. Maybe his <laughs> Dong is Emerald. <laughs> I don't know all the powers. Maybe. How did he get his Jeff powers? Johns, Jeff Johns retconned a lot of things. Wait, about... hold up. Hold up. How how did he get the ring? Let's think about this. Because Guy Gardner has red hair. Is he Irish? Mm, I don't know. Google it. Do the, does the ring prefer Irishmen because of the green factor? I, I don't know. Let me find out. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a deep dive right now. He's you, probably not, but I'm going to look. I don't think he is at all. Just because he has red hair. Yeah, you Google that, you racist. Turns out know. he's Scottish. Is he? I have no idea. So yeah, Kyle Rayner uh is actually I didn't know this either until recently, but he's also part Latino. Yeah, uh, but you part didn't Latino, know that till recently. Part Latino, Ooh. part Irish. Kyle Rayner's a fan favorite. Uh Jordan, who used to be part of Key Issues, is a big Kyle Rayner fan. Um but Guy overall, Gardner's from Baltimore. Hell yeah, he is, dude. Mm-hmm. We're really close to Baltimore. Yep. So we got to rep our boy. Uh, so Kyle Rayner, big fan. Green Lantern. Uh, next up, <laughs> this one is this one's ridiculous. So I'm a huge Daredevil fan, uh, and we're going to discuss Daredevil in a couple minutes, but the movie version of Bullseye <laughs> <laughs> is Irish because Colin Farrell played him. Okay, so this this is uh this is another dishonorable mention. <laughs> this is exactly what I this is exactly what I pick have been picturing the entire time when you mention Irish superheroes like this. Just a drunk dude throwing darts at people to kill him in a bar. Wow. Yes, That's, exactly. This, this is this whole podcast is going to ruin this channel forever. <laughs> we movie, got a lot of people of Irish descent out there. Movie, I'm sorry. It's, I'm just making some Movie Bullseye jokes. is of Irish descent. Terrible, terrible character. I apologize to anybody who's a fan of the Daredevil film. Next up, Spider-Man 2099, Miguel O'Hara is of half Irish descent. So Now, from the first name, you'd be like Miguel. Hmm. Doesn't seem a little right, but then you go to the last name and it's O'Hara. Yeah. <laughs> What's your name again, son? Miguel O'Hara. <laughs> Been the Spider-Man of 2099 for quite some time. Yes. Our Irish accents suck. Sorry. That was pretty good. Well, I mean, we've heard Zong talk, and he just sounds regular with a little bit of like Irish twang a on little, stuff that he talks. Yeah, a little twang in we there. We go full Conor McGregor whenever we talk. <laughs> You'll do fucking You'll do f- nothing. You'll be no fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> You're not Spider-Man at all. You. Anyway, so Spider-Man 2099, one of my favorite Spider-Mans. Mm-hmm. Easily top three Spider-Man for me. You got Peter Parker, the GOAT. Is it Miles or is it Miguel? Miles is clearly number two. Miles is number two. Miguel's number three. Uh-huh. You're right. Yeah. So third best Spider-Man in Spider-Ham coming in at a close fourth. Yeah. I would have went Spider-Man Noir. How oh. do I figure out this cube? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And last but not least, my favorite, one of my favorite comic books. LeBron book James. <laughs> the... <laughs> the the L-E so stands for Leprechaun. <laughs> Leprechaun. Leprechaun Bron James. Leprechaun James. <laughs> Leprechaun James. God damn it. You know I had to do it to him. We're, all, we're losing <laughs> subs left and right for this one. The last, the last Irish character we want to spotlight for St. Patrick's Day is Matt Murdock, Daredevil. So Daredevil. I thought you were going to say the, the mascot from Lucky Charms. I'm pretty sure he had a comic. 
Uh, he probably did, but <laughs> I didn't read it. I read a lot of Daredevil comics. Yeah, so. I wonder what he scales to. Leprechaun from Lucky yeah. I'm about Charms? to scale the lup, the Lucky Charms Leprechaun. Dude, you can't. He's too strong. He's multiversal. He definitely he's, is. <laughs> he's able to f- come into cartoon universe and our universe. He could whoa, reality whoa, jump. whoa. You're right. We skated he's over clearly. Daredevil. Hold on, we skated Universal. over Daredevil. Right, I want to give ahead. him some props. Daredevil. Daredevil, greatest superhero of all time. That's blind. Uh, one that's of the best blind. Books, yeah, <laughs> one of the best comic book characters of all time ever written. Uh, one of the greatest television characters in terms of comic book stories, uh, comic book TV shows ever. Uh, and um, we saw him at, at New York Comic Con, so that's also cool. We did, and Nick said congratulations to his wife. She said thanks. And then they got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Nick canceled Daredevil. I did. <laughs> Write it down. God, I fuck. I tried. I, <laughs> I, I tried to do a good thing, and I did a bad thing. Instead. Yeah, you did. <laughs> all right, so that is about it for today. I think we're already over our limit. That's about all and we got last, for today. The last ten minutes was just painfully Irishly stereotypical. I don't know what we're doing. Uh, Sorry, everybody in Ireland that watches our videos. Uh, anything else for you? I'm sorry, Joe. I'm a little socially Irish. <laughs> Look, I came out. Just wanted to try, try to hang out with you guys. The leprechauns, they're in my brain. <laughs> <laughs> That's our Alex Jones impressions. Sorry. So, again, last thing uh, before we go. We are in Chicago this weekend for C2E2. So yes, we are. If you guys are going to C2E2 and you if see you us. you are in Chicago, shout out to your boys. You know what you know what we look like. You can see our faces. You see Garrick's. It's it's tremendous. It's mine's, beautiful. Mine's okay. Tony, thank you, man, for the ten dollar donation every week. We T- cannot thank you enough for being the number one legend Tony, of key issues. Tony thank you. Has, man. Tony has to pay us ten dollars a week to keep his mod status. And he knows that. <laughs> he knows that. So Tony, we've got your payment for this month. You're Zong has never week. given us a damn cent. And he's, he's a moderator in the Discord. He's somehow. given us He's given us less than, than, than money. <laughs> he's taken away from us, really. Yeah, he's really harmed the channel, if so, I can say that. So we're going to be we're gonna be in Chicago this weekend. If you guys see us, uh, feel free to say what's up. Uh, I got nothing else. Oh, Shazam. Tons of Shazam content is coming next Ooh, week because yeah. we're going to be seeing Shazam uh, massively early. So there will be a ton of uh, Shazam content that's coming out. And then, dude. Dude, we didn't even discuss the new Endgame trailer, but I'm sure we will discuss it. Oh, bro, that was the we should have just broken down the trailer for an hour, just did a deep dive, deep, Mm, deep dive, deep dive. (laughs) Just every time, listen, Joe, that Avengers. (laughs) Look, I talked to the Illuminati. They said the Avengers Endgame is a mass form of communication, (laughs) hypnotizing the masses into being prepared for extraterrestrial psychic vampires. I have no idea. They're putting chemicals in the water to turn the freaking Avengers gay. <laughs> All right, Alex, chill, bro. Chill, dude. What are you doing? Chill, bro. But this, uh, this here we're here at Key Info Wars issues. <laughs> so I think that's about it. Before we completely nuke our channel for the week, sure. <laughs> with everything uh, that we've said. So uh, just to plug the plugs, follow us on Twitter at Key Issues Cast. Uh, follow us on Twitter because we tweet out amazing stuff, bro. All the time we're tweeting, and you're not seeing it because you're not following us at Key Issues Cast. You can follow me at Garrick underscore KI. You can follow Nick at Long Live King Nick with no K at the end. Not True. sure why, um, but he decided to drop it off. Character limitation. I Character limitation. Uh, also, you can like us on Facebook. We use that sometimes, you know. I'm trying to get off Facebook, dude. I'm tired of it. Facebook sucks. I don't use Facebook, but I still post as key issues. Uh, and then you can also follow us on Instagram. We kind of post there sometimes. But Twitter is the best way to, to, to do it if you want to get key issues updates. Also, join the Discord. We got a bunch of guys in the chat right now that are in the Discord every single day. We've been talking about them. And, I mean, if you want to talk, be talked about, just join. We'll and talk shit on you in here all day, bro. Be cool. We we got up. we got True just showed up. Our everyone's favorite chimney sweep. <laughs> we got we got Tony's in the Discord. We got J Diggs. We got Arrow showed up. Uh, Smiley showed up. So uh, shout out to all the great guys that are in the Discord uh, every single day. And we're hosting a debate tournament right now. A, a versus debate tournament. Yo, so hit up with the debate tournament facts. If you dude. like arguing about your favorite characters and who would win in a fight, we have a debate tournament going on right now. Winner gets a $25 Amazon gift card, and we're 
we're going to try and host these regularly. Uh, so join the Discord uh, to get your debate on. I won't be taking place in the debate tournament because I suck and I lose all the time. Yeah. I, I get too angry. I'm like Mac from It's Always Sunny. I don't know how to express myself unless it's through anger and personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so join the Discord. Uh, definitely join the Discord. It's in the description of every single one of our videos. It's not hard to find. Uh, and you can talk to us every single day because we're in there every day. Oh, also, Ty Learn. Shout out to you, buddy. You're, you're in here. Um, and then I believe that's it. You can check else. out the Key Issues podcast on SoundCloud and on iTunes where we are ranked in Sweden in the top 50, son. Dude, it's every month. Shout out to Sweden for being the number one Key Issues fans. Why we're not number one in Ireland and the UK, true, and I, Zong, I, not pulling your weight. I got to be honest, if we were ever ranked in Ireland, we're no longer going to be ranked in Ireland after this week. They're just going to be like, those guys are assholes. <laughs> They're borderline racist to Irish Let's people. bring out the Swedish accent next week and see how that goes. I don't know how to do that one, so I'm going to have to do a lot of Googling. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is it. Yep, that's Nick, it for sign, sign us off, my friend. Thank you guys for watching. Another week, next week, we'll uh, probably not be here. Just so you guys know, we will not be getting back from C two E two in time to do We it. could do a little podcast you know from what? the hotel room. Do you want to? Let's do it. Do a podcast. You know what? We're gonna do a live podcast, podcast. from C two E two. We just we just did it right now. We're in the streets of Chicago, we're gonna try not to get murdered. We're gonna see how it goes. Yeah, we're at. We're gonna we're gonna bring comic book knowledge to the masses in Chicago. We're mm -hmm. doing it. We just announced it. Thanks. You're welcome. We we'll probably will not do that, but, but we, we could. All we're right. definitely gonna vlog. Yeah, we're gonna do a vlog. So, if you're a member, you'll get access to that video early. So that'll be fun. Yeah. So become right. a member because we didn't advertise that at all. It's the best never, way to support us. We never do because it's like plugging like, oh, you want to pay $5 a month to watch the same shit? Like, like we appreciate it. We appreciate the support and we have a ton of other back-end content for people that pay that. But uh, I don't know. Sometimes we, we just, you know. I mean, you get out. early access to our scripts, True. and uh, we'll give you special stuff in the Discord as True. well as in the chat. You get special emojis, uh, which Lally and uh, Tony were using earlier. But... And if you're Tony, it forces you to have to pay us another $10 <laughs> every week, so we appreciate that. Shout out. All right, that is it for us here at Key Issues. Thank you guys for watching. Uh, this has been Nick and Garrick, and you know the motto, comics over everything. Listen, Joe, it's comics over everything. <laughs> comics over everything and vampires. <laughs>